I'm sitting at my desk, and I hear, uh, working diligently, by the way, <clears throat> and I hear the door of my uh, of Troy's office opening up, and there's laughter going on inside. Reverend Vicky and Mark Brown. They're all laughing, and Troy says, I won't bring her in here to ask her. I'm the only her left. <laughs> so he comes to my office, and he asks me if I would like to preach on Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. I ask, are you all going to be gone that Sunday? <laughs> he said, no, we're, we're between series and we're planning a message on service and we all thought of you. And I appreciate that. And I told them that I would probably do it, but I needed to think about it. And as they say, the rest is history. I could not do or uh, speak today about service without mentioning my mom, who celebrated her 87th birthday this past week. I thank her for the example that she has been in my life for service. She played the organ at our hometown church for 63 years. I haven't even been breathing for 63 years. <laughs> I would also like to acknowledge some other people who are not here today. And when I say they are not here, they are no longer walking this earth. I'm pretty sure their presence is with me today. My cousin Laurie, who was two years older than I, and my grandparents on my mom's side of the family, and my cousin and I would sometimes go spend the night with them after church on Sunday evenings. And we would get to their house and we would, you know, play church when we got there. My cousin would play the piano and I had the dual responsibility of leading the singing and preaching. And my pulpit was a white plastic TV tray that looked a lot like this with gold stars. And for those of you who think I seem at ease uh, doing the invitation to give, I will share with you that we did collect an offering during our service. <laughs> Perhaps you don't know this, but I grew up in a very small town. How small was it? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> there were 34 people in my graduating class from high school. You can see this picture of us, which was in our senior annual, or as some of you like to call it, your yearbook. Um, we were all wearing different things, representing all the things that we were all involved with, the different activities. And, you know, to be honest with you, you had to. There simply were not enough people if you wanted to get things done. Everyone had to get in, involved. And so, for our high school marching band, during, and that was during football season, if you were in the junior high band, you also marched with the high school band. 
You just had to because, you know, you march out on the field at halftime and you make these formations and people go, ooh, ah, that's neat. Well, if you don't have enough people, it really doesn't make sense. <laughs> and so kind of let me demonstrate this. If we were all there 7th through 12th grade, then um, this is what it looked like. We were the Curran's Bobcats and we marched off the field, Bobcats. Well, if we didn't have the seventh and eighth grades, this is what happened. We were Bob C. <laughs> and even the hometown folks were wondering, who's Bob C? <laughs> so we just couldn't let that happen. And so it is with this church. This church is like a little small town. There are, when we have about 450 people attending service, um, that's about equal to the number of students enrolled in our school district when I was in high school. And like a small town, we all have a part to play. As the contemporary reading mentioned, we bring a flash of color, a small drop of water on stone. We're a single rose, a single star, a single note of sweet music played at the right time. All that we do becomes embedded in the whole. A single life can change the world. At Resurrection MCC, our vision is to boldly experience, engage, and embody our faith, to transform ourselves and to transform the world into the full expression of Christ's inclusive love. Today's message about service. What? Me? Serve? Some of you have said that. In our contemporary reading, it seems to say if we wait until we have all the answers, if we have perfection, then we're never going to get involved. We're never going to get involved. But in the scripture it says we are a treasure. We have this treasure in clay pots. That's who God uses. Clay pots. You don't believe me? Well, let me just share something with you. Noah got drunk. Abraham was too old. Jacob was a liar. Rahab was a prostitute. Jeremiah and Timothy were both considered too young for ministry. Samson had a serious problem with lust and anger. David had an affair. Moses was a murderer. Jonah ran from God. Martha was a worrywart. Peter denied knowing Jesus. And all the disciples fell asleep when they were supposed to be praying. And then they all argued about who was the greatest. This is our heritage. These are the people that God chose to use here on this earth. Why? Because that's all there is? I don't think so. Clay pots refers to just ordinary, everyday stuff that people used. They were used by common people to store their grain, to hide their valuables, to keep their oil for their lamps. Paul didn't say to the Corinthians, God uses these 
beautiful, gold, ornate things. He didn't say you're Waterford Crystal. That's why God's going to use you. Paul said we're clay pots. And if Walmart existed in the day, I bet that's where you could buy some. We are somewhat fragile, and we're sometimes broken. Don't you think Peter was a little bothered by denying Jesus, that he knew Jesus? Not one time, not two times, but three times. We are not perfect. We are a little damaged, a little nicked up. God uses pots of clay so the glory goes to God. That's what it says in this verse. Pots of clay to show God's power in us. The awesome power belongs to God and doesn't come from us. And in doing research for this message today, I came across an article that said, God uses fat people. F-A-T. I went, ooh. You know, you never know what's, happen, what's going to happen when you get out the Googler and you, and you look things up. So God uses faithful, available, and teachable people. People who are searching for God's will in their life, who are available, may not may not know all there is, but if you need me to do something, okay, here I am. Teachable. Questioning, maybe. Searching. Seeking a greater understanding of God and the God within us. Again, we look at the scripture. At the beginning of the verse, we have this treasure in clay pots. The treasure. God within us. Or as Rabbi Kushner wants us to consider God as a verb and not as a noun. He states in his book, Nine Essential Things I've Learned About Life. God would not refer to a divine actor who makes or does not make certain things happen. God would mean that in certain moments, certain things would happen that testified to the presence and activity of God. God as a verb. As Teresa of Avila said, Christ has no body but yours, no hands, no feet, but yours. The treasure we have inside is the knowledge that God sent Jesus here because God loves us. We talk about it in our mission statement, that we are to share God's unconditional love to everyone through Christ-like action. The treasure is Christ. And these pots are going to break. They're going to crumble. And as the song said, they're going to go back into the dust from whence they came. The good news is that God has made a way for us to become new again. God makes beautiful things through Christ. We are pots who are worn, scratched, chipped, but also useful. Know, believe, trust. There is treasure inside. There's a story of a shepherd 
who in 1947 found a ceramic pot containing very ancient scrolls. Since the shepherd couldn't decipher these scrolls, he had no idea what he had. Later, more scrolls were discovered in the same cave and in other nearby caves. The shepherd eventually sold his three scrolls for about $30. It was later determined that he had stumbled upon the greatest collection of biblical manuscripts in the 20th century, the Dead Sea Scrolls. The scrolls contain every part, contain parts of every book of the Old Testament except Esther, and all of them dated a thousand years earlier than any other copy known at the time. You never know what kind of treasure you're going to find in a clay pot. I know whenever I began working here, I had to get up and give the announcements. And I, I felt like I, I sounded like a stuttering auctioneer. N -n 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 Next week, we're going to have uh, <laughs> You know, and I wanted to throw up the first couple of times that I had to get up and do that. But I'm telling you this to let you know that if there's any good that comes from this clay pot, it is God. I look around and I think others would agree. I look at Mark Brown. He's so talented. A pot of clay. <laughs> Reverend Troy, so kind, so sincere and insightful. A cracked pot. <laughs> The rest of the exact, he, he gave me permission to say that, by the way. The rest of the executive team with whom I serve and whom I love, a bunch of clay pots. The board of directors, so dedicated, pots of clay. All of you who serve, clay pots. And you show up on Sunday mornings, and you sit in the pew, and you're all pots of clay. If you're looking for the perfection section in this church, you're going to be looking a long, long time. It does not exist. I was sending, an out, sending out an email to the newest members of, the, of our church trying to tell them what the plan was for the service that included the right of membership. Oh, I typed it all out. You know, somebody's going to get up and say this, and then this is going to happen, and then, uh, and then somebody's going to say this, and then you're going to say that, and then yada, 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 and went on and on. And I typed it all out, and then I got to the end, and I wanted to type, but it may all happen differently. <laughs> Welcome to Resurrection MCC. <laughs> we are a blessed, faithful, available, and teachable people. And I implore you today, look within yourself. See the treasure that is God. Have faith 
Sing your note with gusto. Read with confidence. Usher with joy. Teach with authority. Serve with gladness. See the value of a single life, your life. Remember, each one of us holds our small portion of the light. And when people see the light in you, the treasure in you, may we all give God the glory. Amen.